0: Ready to study the Bible. Now, um, what we're going to do here, I, I, I intended, I, I had some other things I was going to be teaching on for the next couple of weeks, but the Holy Spirit didn't want that. For the next several weeks, and I don't know how long, we'll just go till, till we're satisfied that we've, we've got what we need to to, to cover on this. The most important topic in the Bible, the most important topic in the Bible is the subject of faith, the subject of faith, the subject of faith. So what we're going to do is we're going to go real slow and we're going to, we're going to go over the subject of faith. Is that all right with you? Okay? Faith. Hebrews 11.6. Hebrews 11.6. We're going to take our time. Notice what the Bible says. Without faith, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Now that right there makes faith the most important topic in the Bible. Jesus is the most important person in the Bible, but faith is the most important topic. Okay? And when I say Jesus, I'm talking about God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You understand, God is the most important person. But faith is the most important subject or topic Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. You cannot please God without faith. Now, you can see the Holy Spirit orchestrating this just from what has already happened here this morning. Through the tongues and the interpretation. Now, now the tongues and the interpretation had to do with protection but here's the thing. It took faith for Jeff to step out and give those tongues. And it took faith for Karen to step out and give the interpretation. See, when the Holy Spirit is, is in something, it takes faith. And, and whenever... Let me just tell you this that when god wants to use you there will always be that moment of hesitation of am i going to miss this is this really god is he is this really what i'm supposed to do and there there's there's a moment there where you just have to did you did you notice that when he gave those tongues that there was a little bit of silence there and we're 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 anticipate what's going to happen who and then I'll guarantee it to you Karen I guarantee it to you there was just that moment of do I do this or not am I right do I do I do this or not and you got to step out there and when you open your mouth then the holy ghost will take hold and then it flows out and was right on the money same thing with Jeff there's probably a moment there where you know, do I do this or do I not? See, it, it it takes it takes faith. When the Holy Ghost is in something, it 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 takes faith. And when we say faith, so many people don't really know what faith is. You know, what what in the world is it? And and I've I've preached on faith for the last twenty five years, I've preached on faith so many times But usually I'll do it in one session, maybe two, go through it so fast people can't really, you you can't get something in just one session or two. You you need to chew on this. Because you see, and we're going to talk about what faith is, and, 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 and please listen to me, because those of you who have heard this subject over the years, don't approach this as, oh, well, I already know everything there is to know about faith, because you don't. And I'll show you why here in just a moment. None of us do. I certainly don't. I'm learning as I go, but I'll, but but I'll say this: without faith, it's impossible to please God. So you have to. You, you you have to. The Bible says, "I don't even have this in my notes, but there's so much in me that flows out." The just—that's <clears throat> the born again people, saved people—shall live. By what? It's something that we're supposed to be living by. Right? And the Bible also says, All that is not of faith is sin. Faith's important, isn't it? And we'll look I'll give you those scriptures later in another session, those verses. So faith is something we're supposed to be living by every single day. Not just on Sundays, but every single day, every single moment. And and all that is not of faith is, 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 is sin, right? Here's something else we'll get into as we go. The Bible says that faith works by love. So we'll get into this, probably have a whole message on it. But your faith won't work if you're not walking in love. But before we get to that, let's, talk, let's just give some introductory things here about faith. Now notice, let's read on here in Hebrews eleven six. It says, without faith it's impossible to please God. He who comes to God must, what? Must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now you've got that word believe. Believe. So you have faith and believe. Faith and believe. Faith and believe—you got those two words. What you need to realize is that the word faith in, 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 the, in the New Testament, the word faith and the word believe are taken from the same Greek word. So sometimes the translators translated the word as, as "pistis," is how it's is how it's said in the Greek, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, sometimes. That word is translated faith, and sometimes it's translated believe. So, faith and believe mean the same thing. So sometimes we'll talk about faith, but we could interchange what word for faith, believe, Believe. or if we say believe, we could interchange Faith. faith. So you you know you say faith, well okay. What is that? But when we talk about believe, now, in our, in our culture, in our society, we probably know a little bit more about the word believe. It, it means, one thing it means is to accept something as so, doesn't it? Is that right? And, and, and uh, well, well, I don't want to get too much ahead of myself here. Um, we have to ha- so what do we have to have to believe, or what do we have to have to please God? We have to have faith, don't we? We have to have faith to believe Him, or to please Him, right? And to receive anything from Him. You see, the reason that faith is the most important subject in the Bible is because you have to have that to receive anything from God. You will not be able to receive anything from God apart from faith, okay? Look at Ephesians 2 verse 8. You see, you cannot get to heaven without faith. You can't be saved without it. That makes it the most important topic in the Bible. Look at this, Ephesians 2 and 8 says this, For by grace you have been saved through not of yourselves; it's the gift of God. So, you're sa- by grace, you've been saved through what? Faith. Through faith. Through faith. Through faith. Romans five and one. Let's look at that one. See, I didn't give the pro- the projectionist. A, usually, I give them a scripture list. I I didn't because I don't know where I'm going with all this. I have some verses up here, but Romans five one. It says, therefore, having been justified, that word justified means declared righteous, having been justified by what? By faith. Now let's go to John 3.16. We'll come back there in a moment, let's go to John 3.16 and let's note that one. So you're justified or you're saved by faith. John 3.16, and most of us can quote it, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. So that's another way of saying being saved. But there, the word is not faith, it's what? Believe. Believes. But what I tell you? The word believe and the word faith can be interchanged. Is that right? Yes or no? All right? You got that? And again and again, as you look into the Bible... You see that it's through faith that people receive healing. You can't receive healing from God apart from faith. You see again and again in the Bible that that, that in the ministry of Jesus, as he went about the, the, his three and a half year ministry, you see that again and again he would call attention. When somebody got healed, they'd receive healing from him. Uh, he'd call attention to their what? To their faith. Your faith has made you whole, right? It wasn't his faith, it was their faith. Now, of course, we understand that the Bible says God has given to each one of us the measure of faith. Something you need to realize about faith, you have to listen to this and get this, faith can be developed just like a muscle. Because the Bible talks about great faith and it talks about little or weak faith. So your faith can be great or your faith can be weak. How do, you, how do you go from weak faith to great faith through exercise? Through exercising your faith. Okay, We're going to talk about all of these, all of these things as we go here over the next many, many several weeks, however long the Lord wants us on this. But people would receive healing from the Lord through their faith. Through their faith. You see again and again where people were delivered. In the Bible. Old Testament and new. Because of their faith. You understand. Provision. God would provide for people. Financially. In other ways. But it was through their faith. You see. So it's an important topic. We must, we must cover it. Um. Notice 1 John 5 and 4 in the King James Version. 1 John 5 and 4. And and, and, and this is important here. 1 John 5 and 4. says, Whatsoever whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world even our what? So... Until you, you, you know, you remember a moment ago when I said that, you know, some of you have heard the subject of faith taught over the many, many years, and it's real easy if you're like me to say, oh, well, I know, I know all I need to know about faith. Well, let me say this. Until you and I, both of us, have overcome in every, in every area, listen carefully, Until we can look at our lives and say we have overcome in every area. If we get to that point, then I guess we could say we know everything there is to know about faith. But I don't know about you, but I haven't overcome in every area. I have not. If there's physical problems in your your body, you need to hear about faith. If there's financial issues, you need to hear about faith if there's any area where you're not overcoming we need to hear about faith if your prayers aren't being answered you see god answers see this you know if you want a prayer i'm giving really i'm giving a i'm giving a prayer seminar here i'm giving a financial seminar here all in this all because you see all of it goes back to what it goes back to faith and then of course and let's let's throw this in right here because it's so important. Uh, uh, Mark eleven twenty two. Let's, let's don't ever forget this. It, it says the Bible says, "Have," Jesus said, "Have." This is, this, this is Mark eleven twenty two. And it's going to take her just a little longer to get those up because she doesn't have them in, in advance. He, Jesus said, "Have what faith." Let's don't ever make a God out of faith. Here's where some folks have have fallen down. You know you can make a God out of anything? Do you know you can make a God out of faith? You can make a God out of worship? You can make a God out of prayer? No, listen. Have faith. Who is the object of our faith? God. Have faith in who? In, In God. But now let's go back to that, that, that scripture that we were just at, which was 1 John 5, 4. 1 John 5, 4 in the King James said, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our, our faith. See, so, so everything goes back to faith, whether it's prayer. See, if you're not getting your prayers answered, there's probably a faith issue somewhere because we have to pray in, the Bible says, in faith, nothing wavering, right? Is that right? So so faith, everything, everything in the Bible hooks back in somewhere or another back into the subject of faith. If you're dealing with physical issues in your body, sickness, disease, whatever, you need to be able to receive healing from God. Is that right? Yes. And... Ooh. What does it take to receive anything from God? Faith. Faith. Okay? So whether it's provision, whether it's healing, prayers generally being answered, all of it goes right back through the avenue of faith. We'll see this in a moment, but I want to say it now. If you're taking notes, you ought to write this down. Faith is the only thing that will tap into the power of God. Faith is the only thing that will tap into the power of God. There's no other way to access God or His power apart from faith. Hey, let's look at 1 John 5 and 4 in the New Living Translation. She has it up there in the the King James, but let's look at this. Uh, it says this, for uh, New Living Translation. Every child of God defeats this evil world. Well, that sounds good to me. And we achieve this victory through our what? Faith. Sounds like a topic I want to know something about. Oh, here's another one. I mean, we, we get saved by faith. It's God's grace. See, what, what, what taps the grace of God? Faith, right? Right. How many of you, uh, what what causes us to overcome the world? Our faith. faith. How many of you want to be sustained and kept by God? I do. Look at 1 Peter 1, verse 5. 1 Peter 1, verse 5. New King James. 1 Peter 1, verse 5. It says, who are kept... This is uh, 1 Peter 1, 5. There you go. Who are kept by the power of God through what? So how are we kept or how are we sustained in our everyday life? It's by the power of God, but what taps that power? Faith. Now let me finish reading that verse. We're kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Verse 6, in this you greatly rejoice... Though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. How many of you have been grieved by various trials? Well, what's going to overcome those various trials? What? Faith. Faith. What overcomes the world? Our faith. Now notice verse 7. That the genuineness of your faith Knows genuineness of your faith. Oh, dear friends, get a hold of this. Listen to me carefully. There is something that looks like faith, smells like faith, talks like faith, acts like faith. But it's fake. And this is perhaps the reason that Christians do not receive... Well, I know it is. The reason Christians don't receive from God is they should. Because they've, they've heard messages on faith over the years, but you have to realize... That there is something... Now listen carefully. You can take that scripture down because I want everybody looking at me right now. Did you know there's a fake faith? Did you know that there is? Well, you're looking at me funny. Let me see if I can give you a verse here. Let me see if I can give you a verse here. Um... I think 1 Timothy 1, 5, I think in the King James Version, I think that'll do it. The Bible talks about faith being unfeigned or a or, or, or real faith. There's a real faith. This is 1 Timothy 1, 1.5 in the King James. 1 Timothy 1, 1.5 Now the end of the commandment is charity out of pure heart and of a good conscience, and of faith unfeigned. Well, feigned is fake. So if something's unfeigned, it's not fake. What that verse is telling us there is that there is something that looks like faith, appears to be faith, acts like faith, talks like faith, but it's fake i i in my years in the healing ministry, I know I've talked to many people who had sickness in their body and do you understand this message here what I'm, this series is not to put anybody down at all it's to help folk but over many years of doing this and i've and I've been in this boat myself where Sickness has hit the body or some, something has happened. And you'll talk, to, you'll talk to people. I'll talk to people at their, at their hospital bed or wherever it is, in my office or wherever. And, and they'll be saying all the right stuff. Did you know faith has a confession? Did you know that? The Bible talks about the confession of our faith. And I've sat there with numbers of people, and they're they're saying they're saying all the right stuff. They're making all the right confessions. In fact, they made all the right confessions before the sickness hit their body. For years, they'd make the right conf- all the all the right confessions, said every all the right stuff. Sickness hits their body; they're still saying all the right stuff. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you, is God holding out on us? Yes or no? No. So is His power available? What taps that power? Faith. Faith. So, and I've watched many people, lots of them over the years, saying all the right stuff, even doing all the right stuff. Making all the confessions and coming to church regular and all that. But yet they're not receiving, I mean, they're not tapping the power of God. I've done it myself. We're not making connection. Do you understand? their faith isn't genuine. It's this fake stuff. And that's why I want to teach on this if for no other reason to get all of us to the point where we can recognize the difference in our own lives between something that's fake and something that's real. Because let me tell you, the real faith, real Bible faith will tap the power of God every single time and His power will flow and you will get your deliverance from whatever it is. Do you hear me? Yes. Every single time. I'll say more about that here in just a moment. Notice here in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7, let's finish this verse. Let's see, I get up here into this teaching anointing and I'll go forever. Somebody stop me. What's a, it's 10 till 11. What's a good time to stop? Four o'clock this afternoon. Well, I, you'll be the only. You might be the only person sitting there. Stop me at eleven. Between eleven, Diane, stop me at eleven, eleven seventeen and a half. Is that fair? Did you know when I start teaching on faith on the internet? Over the years, there's something about when I teach on faith, I don't know what it is, but, but all of our hits on our, from all over the world, people, I don't know why they why that is. But when I teach on faith, it's like people tune in for that. I, I don't understand why. I don't know. It's a good thing. So you stopped me at 11.17 and let's do 11.18 because I just used a half a minute up on. Okay, let's get to this now. Look at this, 1 Peter 1, verse 7. That the genuineness... So can faith be genuine? Can it be not genuine? Absolutely. The genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by what? May be found to the praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So your faith... It's, your faith will be tested by what? Now, if you're taking notes, you ought to write this down. Because this, this statement right here is, is just priceless. Not because I'm saying it, but, but just priceless. Because it's the truth. You will not find out if you have true, real, Bible faith until you are under pressure. That's the only time you're going to for sure find out if you have true, real, Bible faith. Because while the sky is blue and the grass is green and everything's lovely on the scene, while you've got plenty of money in the bank and your body is all healed and well and all your relationships are fine and you've got a good job and everything is going wonderful, we don't really know if you have faith or not but it's when trouble knocks not at your neighbor's door but when it knocks at do you know you know it's a lot easier to have faith for somebody else than it is to have for yourself did you know that yes, yes. did you know that yes. absolute absolutely true and and living by faith it's one thing to preach it it's another thing to live it you have it it's it, it just just it, just it's easier just know this, it's easier to have faith for the other guy than it is for, your, for yourself. Yes. And, and I think that's what happens a lot of times because it's easier to have faith for the other guy than it is for yourself, that if you're not careful, when you see somebody over here and they're not receiving from God as they should, it's real easy. If and you, A lot of times folks do this. A lot of times folks do this and don't realize they're doing it it's really easy to make that person that's not receiving feel, feel bad about themselves. And you know it's bad enough that they're going through what they're going through, but then when, when other folks who don't have the sickness in their body, who's believing for that person, and, and it happens inadvertently a lot of times, you can make that person who's already dealing with something horrible feel even worse. Do you get what I just said? Yes. So you need to be aware of that. But you won't find out if you have faith until you are under intense... Actually, I have here in my notes, intense pressure. Intense pressure. I mean, thank God for good hospitals, good doctors, and good medicines. I I use them. I'm glad they're there. Thank God. But when the doctor says you have something that we we can't cure, we can't treat... I mean, that is when we find out whether any of us really have faith. Does that make sense to you? James chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. Notice, New King James Version. If I don't give the version, that's what it always is. My brethren, count it joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the what? Testing of your... So will our faith be tested? Absolutely. What's God's will? His will is that we overcome. So when our faith is tested, that's when we... What is a test? To find out what you know. Right, so all of us are gonna, our faith's gonna be tested at some point. I don't care who you are, your faith will be tested just by living in this world. I'm not saying that God brings sickness or disease. He's not the, he doesn't make people sick. He he's the healer. Amen. Amen. But we live in this fallen world, and there is a devil out there. There is sickness. There is there is disease out there. Whatever it is. Lack, uh, f- financial lack. There's all kinds of bad things in this world. But those things, things will hit us at times. And when they do, the Bible says to count it all what? Joy. Did you know it takes faith to do that? Yes. And uh, count it all joy. Knowing, how can you count it joy? Knowing that this testing, your faith being tested, it'll produce patience. But it's an opportunity for your, to use your faith and to get your faith to grow. Because how does faith grow? It grows through, what did I say? Well, i go through, pressure. through, th- no. Come on now, I'm, I'm going to go right back over this. Be sure you get it. You don't know whether or not you have faith until you're under pressure. How do you get faith to grow? Through, uh, uh, th- okay, uh, it's, I, I'm gonna, it's my fault. I'm not doing a good job teaching here, so let's get it. We're, we're going to do this. We're going to get this. We're going to take our time. If I have to stay on this for months, we'll stay on it. All right. I wish somebody... I can't do this with my... Okay. All right. All right. What am I doing? Okay. So how do you get your faith... How do you get your stomach muscles strong? You do sit-ups. You exercise. How do you get your faith to grow? Through exercise. Now, how do you know whether or not you have faith? Is when you're tested tested under pressure, right? How do you get your faith to grow through? You got that now? See, this is what the Holy Ghost has instructed me to do. We're going slow on this and we're going to stay on this because I want you to get it. He wants you to get it. There's some reason that he wants us to be on this right now. I don't even know what all the reasons are. How do you know whether or not you have faith until you're under pressure? How do you get your faith to grow and be strong through? There you go. You okay? All right. So what is faith? What is it? What is it? Well, go to John 3.16 again. John three sixteen. Now we're going to look this up in the in the new uh, in the new King James version first. We had it up there a while ago. God so loved, for God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes, believes in Him. Now that word believe and the word faith can they be interchanged? Yes. Okay. Now let's look at this in the Amplified Bible, Amplified Classic. And we'll see, we'll get our first glimpse of what faith is. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten unique son so that whoever believes in, and now it's going to amplify that word believe. That word believe means to trust in, cling to, rely on. And of those three, trust, cling, rely—probably the best one is trust. It faith means to trust God. It means to trust God, to take Him at His word. You okay? Um. It's to trust Him. Believe. See, if you just... It, that word believe, whosoever believes in Him will not perish. See, that word believe, if we just leave it sit there in our English language, okay. But when you, when you amplify it, that word believe, it means to trust in. See, remember a while ago when I talked about fake faith? Really, another way of saying fake faith is mental assent. Real loud, say mental assent. assent. (laughs) See, mental assent is often confused for, mistaken for faith. It's a lot easier to have mental assent, in my opinion, than it is to have real Bible faith. Have you ever seen somebody say a prayer to receive Jesus but you never see a lifestyle change? Yes or no? What do we conclude? That person didn't have real Bible faith in Jesus. They had mental ascent. See, mental ascent will not tap the power of God. Mental assent will not tap the power of God. And a lot of people, Christians, who've heard this message on faith for years and years, they're still... See what I'm doing? What am I doing? I'm, And you know what? A lot of them are are, 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 are believing right where I'm scratching. They're believing where? In their head. head. That's a mental assent. And that doesn't tap the power of God. But when you mental, mentally assent to something only... You can say all the right stuff, do all the right stuff, because you're doing everything out of your brain. Mental assent will never tap the power of God. Doesn't the Bible say, on this word believe, you got to be careful with the word believe. Doesn't the Bible say in the book of James, even the demons yes. believe. believe and tremble? Well, you know the demons don't have Bible faith. They, they mentally assent. They know God exists. They mentally assent. You understand that? They, they mentally assent. They would, they, there's demons. Would, in, the demon when Jesus would show up, demons would be in people that were around Jesus and they, they, they'd say, Jesus, you're the son of the most high. Well, does that demon have Bible faith? No, we're, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fake thing. It's a mental thing. You see what I'm saying? So we need to be sure that, that, that we're not having just this mental assent, but that we really have true Bible faith. You see, it's important where your faith is. Look at Romans 10 verse 9. Look at Romans 10, verse 9. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe where? Now there's the key. Believe in your heart that God's raised Him from the dead, you'll be saved. See, it's important where you're believing. If all you have is believing in your head, you'll never tap the power of God. And that's what a lot of people do when they, when they supposedly get saved. They, they'll hear a message on hell or whatever. They don't want to go to hell. Who, who does? And, and, but they really don't want to leave their old lifestyle. They don't want to change. So they'll go through the motions. They'll, they'll, they'll accept Jesus in their head. They'll say the words. But you, over, over time, you never see any change in their life. See, they, 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 they didn't tap the power of God. They didn't get saved. They just had a, they had a, mental, a mental experience. You see, real Bible faith is an issue of the heart. It's a matter of the heart. You have to believe where? In your heart. And that word believe means to trust in, doesn't it? Jesus cautioned that we shouldn't, what? Doubt in our heart. We'll talk about this as we go. The opposite of faith did you know the opposite of faith is not fear? The opposite of faith is doubt. But doubt produces fear, doesn't it? Just like faith will produce boldness and confidence. We'll get into all this as we go. You getting anything out of this today? Am I going too fast? Okay. So where does your, where does your believing, where does your faith have to be to tap the power of God, in your head or your heart? Right, now go to Hebrews 11.1, 1, King James Version first. <clears throat> and we're going to get the Bible definition of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith, in math, the word is, whenever you see is, you could put an equal sign. So faith equals, what is faith equal to? It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Uh, let's look at this in the Amplified Classic because it really does a good job with this. Let's look at this in the Amplified Classic. Faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title. So faith is what? It's a title. So if you got the title deed to your car or your house, it means you own it, right? Right? So what is faith? Faith is a title deed. To what? Of the things we hope for. See, like if your body's sick, you hope for healing. If you're taking notes, hope is always future. Faith is always, what's that first word up there? Faith is always now. Hope is I'm going to be, faith is I am. You got to get that or you're never going to receive anything from God. All right? Hope is always future. Faith is always... Now, now. faith is... uh, Hope... hope, Let's get it again. Hope is always what? Faith is always... Hope is I'm going to have it. Faith says I have it. Do you get that? So important. Oh, by the way, when you start living by faith, Bible faith, most of your friends and people are going to think you're crazy. Because, because Bible faith goes against the natural senses. It goes, against, it goes against the natural realm. Did you hear me? You need to understand that. But would you rather have people thinking you're crazy or would you rather tap the power of God? I'd rather tap the power of God. And eventually, hopefully, when the, your friends see that you're tapping the power of God, they won't think you're crazy. They'll want in on that action too. They'll want to know about faith. So when is faith? It's when. It's now. Faith is what? The assurance? It's now. Faith is now. Hope is when? Future. Future. And faith is when? Now. Okay. So, so so. See, see if you, like sickness in your body, you hope to have healing, but faith says I have it when? I have it now. Now watch this. Faith is a title deed of the things we hope for, Being the proof of things we do not see. See, that's going to drive people crazy. Because this mental ascent, I have to see it to what? To Believe believe it, right? Isn't that how the world looks at it? But see, faith is, you believe you have it, and then you see it. Did you get that? Did you get that or not? See, the world will say, I have to see it to believe it. But, but God, you know, the world is just backwards of God. The world's messed up. The world will say, I have to see it to believe it. But faith says we believe it and then we'll see it. See, now you lose almost everybody, not almost, but you, you lose a lot of people right there. I, I want to go over this again. The world says I have to see it to believe, believe it. But Bible faith says, I, I, I believe it. I believe whatever it is I'm believing for. Where am I believing? In my heart. And then I will see it. I'll give you scripture on that as we go. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. That's Mark 11, 23, 24. See, there's scripture for what I just said. Now notice being the proof of things we do not see in the conviction of their reality. Here you go now. The conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So whatever, what, what, faith perceiving as real fact what's not revealed to the senses. So here's the thing. Like on healing. Did Jesus pay the price for our healing? Does the Bible say that with his stripes we're healed? Yes. yes. And myriads of other other scriptures. Okay? so So, our body may not look well, feel well, all of that. We don't go by the physical senses. What does the Bible say? The Bible says that with his stripes we are healed. So you see... You have to stand on that. You have to take hold of that. I'll teach you how to do that. Take hold of that. I don't have time today. We'll get to it as we go. How to grab a hold of it. How to take something. How to receive something. By faith. And then. You stand on that. And, and let me get to it as we go. I'm getting ahead of myself. Did you know faith is not opposed to medical science? Did you know that faith, see, faith calls those things that be not as though they are. We're going to get into all this. If there's a giant out there, faith does not ignore the giant. If there's a giant of cancer out there screaming your name, faith does not ignore the giant. Faith kills the giant. Faith addresses the giant, looks him in the eye. Faith, there's a slingshot of faith that you take that slingshot and you knock that giant down. And faith has a sword and that sword is called the sword of the spirit and and, and faith is a spiritual force, force and faith will cut off that giant's head. Did you hear me? See, a lot of people think that faith is ignoring the problem. No. Faith deals with the problem. Let's close up. I've got about a little less than 10 minutes. Let's close up with Mark 5. And then we'll pick up here next week. Real loud, say this. Say making connection. connection. Let's say it again. Making connection. connection. While you're turning to Mark 5, do any of you have like DVRs at home or... VCRs or DVRs or Devos or what do they call them? Is any, do you, any of you have any like televisions and is hooked up to other things? Yes or no? Yeah. Well, well, at home I've got I've got a VCR. It's a, it's a combination VCR DVD, and then I got the the dish, the the DVD satellite, and it's hooked to the television. I got three. Now, now, please get what I'm talking to you about here. Now I need to bring them in as a, as a uh, visual uh, thing for you to look at. But you know what a, what a remote control is, don't you? In fact, do we have one of them back there? Bonnie, give me that thing that you turn the, pro- yeah, just, yeah, and I don't want to turn the projectors off. Please don't. <laughs> Does any of you have anything looks like this? Yeah. Well, I got three of these at home. One does the the one does the, the the dish satellite. One does the TV, and one does the DVD, whatever that is. Okay. Now, now I'm talking about faith right here. Now, I'm talking about faith, and I don't mean not not, not no I'm not. I don't mean it takes faith to work these things. I'm I'm listen not, now. listen. I'm really not being funny here. It does take faith, but 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 I'm being I'm being serious now. You got to get this now. It makes him like. How many of you want to tap God? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have sat there, and right now Channel 4 is not working on DISH because they're in a dispute with, over the prices. So if you have DISH, you can't get CBS locally here. Okay? You just can't. You just can't. So, so I want to watch the golf this afternoon. Okay? Because usually I get it through... Dish, but now dish... So so I went out some time ago. I got an antenna to hook there, right? And by the way, when I turn my fan in my exercise room on, it causes the antenna to flicker on the television. I just thought you'd want to know that. <laughs> but this has everything to do with faith. Say making connection. Making connection. I'm going to tell you now why you don't receive your healing, why you don't receive your provision why you don't receive from God or why I don't receive from God. Are you with me? So I've got these three things, and somehow or another I've got to switch the satellite over to the antenna. And then when I'm done I've got to switch it back to the satellite. And 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 there's certain buttons you got to hit. And I've sat there one time I sat there for about twenty minutes. And I'm hitting this button and that button and this thing's coming up and then I'm going, and then, it's, and then it's, you know, the TV as you're watching it and then it goes, no signal, no signal. And then I start kicking something. You know, no signal, no signal, no signal. Now listen, I'm talking, I'm talking Bible to you right now. No signal, no signal. No healing, no provision. Is, now, is the sig- is the signal there? Yes. Here, let's do something here. Don't freak out, Victor, when I do this. Come on now. Uh-oh. Now, are the now? Let me ask you this: Is there something wrong with Amarin right now, no. the, the electric company? No. Is all the power? Run to this building. Yes. Is it all here? Yes. Is it all the power's here? Yes or no? Yes. Has the electric company are they withholding anything right now? No, no? have we paid our electric bill? Yes. Yeah, we've done everything right, but there's something wrong. Why are we sitting in the dark? Well, now we've got to turn we got to get these lights on. Okay, now, all right. Now, here's what, here's what people will do. Does anybody know what this is? Okay, so now I'm going to start hitting buttons over here, but the lights aren't coming on. Huh? It's what? Oh, okay. Well, let me... You got a cell phone? Give me your cell phone, please. Let's see if I can turn. Oops! Don't want to drop that. <laughs> no, don't drop. Let's see if I can turn this. Are the lights going on? No. Why, why not? Wrong device. It's the wrong what? Wrong device. It's the wrong device. Oh, okay. Are you okay? So, so at some point, I've got to get up here, and some point, you have to make a connection. I open the door. When I shut the door, yeah. I shut the door on the devil. Right. Yeah. But we're still sitting in the dark. It yeah. make the it's not until I... Make the connection. Now, now, and I'm sitting there with my... and I, No signal, no signal, no signal. But listen, friends, when I finally hit the right buttons, right. guess what happened? the television came on and there was the golf. <laughs> Amen. And friends, the same thing is true with tapping the power of God. You've got to make the right... You've got to, make the, you've got to hit the right buttons. And that's why people... That's why, that's why Christians get buried early in their 50s and 60s and even 70s and 80s. It's too early to die. We shouldn't be dying under 90. Can you say amen? Because you got to make you got to hit the right you got to hit the right buttons to make the connection. Did you get that? Yes. Now look at this and we'll close right here Mark 5:21. Uh, for the sake of time, let's just start in verse 27 and then and then we'll stop. We'll stop. I just we'll stop right here. This is a woman with the issue of blood. Do you have issues in your life? Let's look at a person who made connection and then we'll, we'll pick up here next week. I want you to study. Here's your homework for next week. I want you to study Mark, the fifth chapter, starting in verse 21. And I want you to go down through the end of that, the end of that chapter all the way down through verse 43. Anyway, down through verse 43, okay? Mark 5, 21 to 43. If you're serious about learning about faith, and learning how to receive from God, I want you to study Mark 5 21 to 43. But let's close with this. This is a woman who had an issue of blood. Look at verse 25. A certain woman had a flow or an issue of blood for 12 years. She was bleeding, I'm convinced, minst, minst, minstrel bleeding. Wouldn't that be horrible? You're sitting there and you look down, you're sitting in blood. Blood, blood, blood. 12 years is a long time to bleed. I wouldn't want to bleed 12 seconds. She's bleeding 12 years. Her, her clothes is covered with blood. All the time there's blood, blood, blood. Now look at this. She'd suffered many things from many physicians. Nothing wrong with doctors. I'm all for them. I believe they're put there by God for us to take advantage of. She had spent all that she had. She was no better, but she was getting worse. There's a lot of people in that boat right there that are listening, whether on internet or however they're hearing this voice, in this room, wherever you are. When she heard about Jesus, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you're taking notes, write this down. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Jesus is the Word made flesh. She heard about Jesus. What did she hear? That he's going all over the place, healing everybody of this, that, and the other. Is that right? So she hears that faith. And, it's, and if you're taking notes, Romans ten seventeen. Romans ten seventeen says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So you're going to have to hear the Word of God. You know these buttons here. What's the first button you got to hit? You got to Hear the Word of God, that would be a good on. thank you Hit hit on. How do you hit on? Hear the word, hear the word of God. Hear it one time, hear it and hear it and hear it so keep hitting it, keep keep it keep it on. She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment for she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I'll be made well. Now what did she do? She came behind him, and she then she what? Well, she heard first. Then she came behind him, and what did she do? She touched, and then verse twenty-eight said, "For she what? She said." said. So did she say something? Yes. Did she do something? Yes. But what did she do first? First she heard something. Yes. She heard the word, right? Yes. Then she did something, and actually she was saying something really before she. Did something, And in the other... I think in Matthew's account, it says that she was saying it over and over and over again. If you get into the Greek, she's saying it over... She was muttering it over and over and over. If I can only... If I can just touch his garment. If I can just touch his clothes. So she was saying something. What was she saying? If I can touch his clothes, I'll be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. She felt her body healed of the affliction. Immediately knowing in himself that... What went out of Jesus in verse 30... Power went out of him, turned around, and the crowd said, Who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you? You say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing Trump, and knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him, told him all the truth. Look at verse 34. And he said, Her daughter, your faith. Was it his faith? No. It was her faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction." So what do we learn here? She was in real Bible faith, right? And that real Bible faith tapped the power of God, didn't it? Yes or no? And she what? She first heard about Jesus. She was saying something. She was doing something, right? And in all of that, Did she hit the right buttons? She heard. Do you agree with me that she must have believed or she wouldn't have went to him? But she also not only heard, when she heard, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. She heard, she believed. Would you agree it must have been in her heart? But isn't it interesting that after she heard and after she believed, she was still bleeding, wasn't she? Yes or no? Yes. Did you know, and we'll stop here, faith must be released. It's not enough to just hear it. It's not, it's not enough just to hear the Bible. It's not enough just to believe the Bible. You have to release your faith. Did you know you can't get saved by just hearing and believing? The Bible says we must confess with our mouth right yes. faith has to be released faith is released by words and actions you okay yes. remember that, that man over there in Lystra who was crippled from his mother's womb and he heard Paul preaching and the Bible says that that man Paul perceived he had faith to be healed you remember that it's in the book of Acts we'll get to it next week He heard the word, this man, crippled man, heard the word. He had faith, but he's still just as crippled as he ever was. And do you know what what Paul did? He said with a loud voice, Stand up on your feet. Why did he do that? He did that to get that man to release his faith. You release your faith with words and or actions. That's what this woman did. She heard, she believed, but then what is she doing? Now she's releasing that faith by saying, If I can touch his clothes... And then she came to him and touched. And no more than she, just like me, hitting the right buttons here, hitting the right thing over there. Listen to me. When you do the right thing, when you touch, when you touch him in faith, Notice there's a lot of other people touching Jesus that day and nobody, ever got, nobody got anything in that crowd except that one that touched him what? In faith. And when she touched him in faith, that power was released. She did what she needed to do and that power was released and instantly she was healed and that's how quick you can get healed if you can touch him in faith. Now stand with me if you would. I went a little bit over. Diane didn't stop me. I don't know why. I guess she was just enjoying it so much. Did you get anything out of this today? Yes. Now now be honest with me, and I know you wouldn't be anything other. Do we still go too fast? Do you feel like you know something about faith maybe that you didn't know when you came in? Okay, okay. Well, stick with me. Dear friends, the Holy Spirit wants this church on this subject at this time, and I, I don't know all the reasons why, but we're, I'm going to do my best and we're going to take several weeks with this. And we're going to go slow. Next week, we're going to go back through this woman with the issue of blood. We're going to look at that man in Lystra. And then we're going to go on however the Holy Spirit leads. Okay? Are you going to do your homework? Yes. Okay. Father, I pray for this, these people and for me. That we would have a heart to accept this teaching on faith as fresh revelation. and we'll treat it as though we've never even heard the subject before that we're we're learning it for the first time We'll, we'll give it that much esteem that much attention we'll hang on every word and I know sir there's a reason why you have me on this